Policy Minute. For more information, visit Center for Arizona Policy online at azpolicy.org. Ever hear somebody say, we can do this the easy way or we can do it the hard way? I mean, what kind of a choice is that? At Geico.com, everything's easy. Easy to see how much you could save on car insurance. Easy to go paperless by automatically paying your bid online. Easy, easy, easy. So visit Geico.com today. Of course, if you prefer the hard way, I guess you'll have to go someplace else. Sorry, I just don't get it. You know that the ice cream scoop can make a child smile. And that by slowing us down, the traffic light can keep us going. You know that the lawnmower makes life easier, that the blood bank makes life possible. But did you know all these ideas came from the minds of African Americans? Support the United Negro College Fund, because a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Visit uncf.org or call 1-800-332-UNCF. Brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. Well, it's always better when we're together. We're better together. Last week we were talking 20 years into the marriage. We talked about uh, the boomers. And now I'm, uh, some say I'm a boomer, some say I'm not. I'm, you know, May of 63. So if I'm a boomer, which I've always considered myself one, I'm right at the very end. Okay. So every, all the boomers are older than I am. You know, (laughs) so I can say I, I, I know what it is. Now I didn't have children. Uh, so I didn't have that to deal with. I did have a mother-in-law that took up a lot of our, our, right. our you time. You mentioned that last time we and, talked. Uh, I, I, and I was stunned how much. I didn't yeah. really realize you know, huh. fully how in-depth. And it is, it's been amazing. And when you really care about someone and you want to serve them because they've given so much to you, you want to give back to them. Mm-hmm. But then there's a time where you know your cup gets empty. Yeah. And... To me, that's why I say people, uh, we've never lived with our family nearby uh, where we could have grandparents who could watch the kids and stuff. So the church became our family. I see. And many times we would swap in Sunday school class. We would take, we'd have to put Josh in one place and then the two others in the other. But we'd get two families to watch our kids and then we would pay them back by watching their kids. And, uh, you know, we had to do things to help. Yeah, we've gotten personal in a lot of things, but one thing we haven't gotten personal in, and I'm going to bring it up now, so I'll get the blame if there's a problem. <laughs> but in about 10 days, just a little over, your youngest daughter's getting married. Oh, man. My but you're baby. not busy. You're not My... busy at all, right? Uh... And, but but your baby's 29. Yeah. Of course, I'm going to be in trouble for saying that now. Yeah, but... I think she's 30. She's 30 this year, and... Uh... Jessica is um, just so special, and she is a godly woman, and she's waited for the right man. She's marrying a guy named Luke Parker, and some of you may be familiar with uh, Tom Parker and Gail because they have well, pastored and they've been around in the valley for. Tom has been years. on this program, oh, uh, and Jess has actually been on this program as well. Right, she's coaching, and, and, and it just—it's like, and I didn't know all these pieces were so <laughs> close. It's like, wait a minute, you guys know each other? Well, well you know, I, and it just—it's like, okay, I—you I, just got to shut it down because my head is spinning too much. Well, now. you know what happened was Jess said, "I am friends with." Uh, Gail and Tom Parker, and they said, you know, or Jess said to us, you know, you know all the same people. Have you not met them? And we hadn't in 30 years of being here. That's funny. So when she said that, like a month later, I I Facebooked Gail and I said, Uh you know, we should probably get Get together together. because (laughs) it seems like things are getting a little serious here. And uh, I don't think the whole – you know, I'm telling people I am really praying that I can cry a lot before so right. that so when I go down out. the aisle, I can enjoy it. Yeah. But I have a feeling I'm going to bring my handkerchief with me. So. Well, I, uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm looking forward to today's topic because uh, one thing is, is uh, you and I talked before uh, the program last week. Uh, uh, my father passed away when I was 14, mm-hmm. and I didn't have no brothers and sisters. I don't mm-hmm. have any children. Mm-hmm. I've never really had a significant male in my life that I've uh, really looked up to. Uh, as I evaluate, if I were to write down my life story, 
I don't have significant relationships other mm. than my wife, which there's nothing wrong with a, right. obviously having a significant relationship with your wife. But, you know, that's not how God created us mm. to just have significant relationships with one person. Now, also, as we see in the Bible, even his own disciples, he had a significant relationship with just two or three guys. Yes. Right. It wasn't everybody that came about right. uh, that he had a significant right. relationship with. And it, it talks about John Mark, and then it says uh, John Mark and Luke, and then talks about the 12, and he even, God <laughs> ended up having one that didn't work out. Yeah. And so, you know, don't worry about it. If And he wasn't rem- as close to all 12. No, no. And uh, he had the 70, and then he had the multitude. Yeah. But I would say most men, if they have a significant relationship with one other man, that's that's really good. And a big deal. I have been very fortunate because of the ministry I'm in and the ministry to men as well as marriages. And it's funny how both of those fit because mm-hmm. what uh, Promise Keepers found out in the time that they did research with all these hundreds of thousands of men that got so excited about being a man in Mm -hmm. church, which was the first time that happened in a real long time, what they found out is if you have significant relationships with other men, you will do better in your relationship with your wife. Now, that doesn't mean you can't, but it's just saying uh, it helps. So here are a few things that help with significant relationships. Identification. The person, and these are from... uh, uh, Gary Larson's Dare to Live Now, which is a book that was published a long time ago. But the person who most influenced me treated me as an equal, is often said. The person was in some superior role, either because of age or experience or status. And the important thing was that he didn't use that superior position as a platform from which to help, but as uh, he was able to stand alongside the other person. And remember how Jesus said, I'm going to wash your feet. He, Even though he was God in man form, mm-hmm. he said, let me wash your feet. I remember, Tom, when I was in fifth grade, my gym teacher, Peter Rubin, uh, had just graduated and come and become the PE teacher at the high school. But he was my elementary school teacher in fifth grade. Mm-hmm. He became like a father figure to me. My dad used to always, he was there physically, he provided for us, but emotionally, I really didn't have that father who came alongside. And Peter Rubin became like a surrogate father. And I ended up becoming a gymnast and becoming an All-American. Kind of tell the uh, connection there. uh, Yeah. and, And so from fifth grade, I wanted to be a Springfield College in Massachusetts gymnast. And you know what I did? I saved. Every time we went to an exhibition where the gymnasts would uh, come down to Nourishell, New mm-hmm. York, from Massachusetts, and they would do an exhibition, Peter Rubin was there, and he said, we need to do some of this stuff. So he started flipping me around. And the next thing I knew, I had had memorabilia from that gymnastic team all the way up until I went mm-hmm. to Springfield College, became a gymnast, and Peter Rubin was cheering me on the whole time. Yeah. And what a special relationship. He was not even a believer, but he instilled confidence and trust. And we would go skiing together and we would do fun stuff together. But I never really quite had that with my own father. And what I find is most guys, if I in a hundred with a hundred people, if I say, guys, tell me how many of you had a healthy relationship, probably 10 or 20 guys out of a hundred will raise their hands. Uh, It just... That generation, at least for us, sure. World War II, right. Depression, or coming parents, you know, they were had duty, honor, country. And there's nothing wrong with that. But many times in terms of a encourager or sharing, my, my, my uh, siblings used to say, boy, Alan, you must have a really great relationship with dad because you spend four hours on the golf course with him and then you go eat lunch with him. And you know what I tell I tell them, you know, just because we were out there for four hours, all we would talk about is golf and mm. what the sports teams did. And mm. but one of the things that a significant other does is he is vulnerable. 
there's vulnerability. They trust me. Um, now, there's a different relationship with a father and son. Right. But uh, there's a time in a son's life as he grows out of his teen years that now I become a peer. If my young man is going to become a man, there has to be a time where there's a transition. Now, in the Jewish faith uh, that Paulie and I come from, uh, there was bar mitzvah and bat mitzvah. I mean, bat mitzvah was a new thing, but uh, and and it's the son of the covenant. And our son Josh and David both had a bar mitzvah. We wanted to make a demarcation. Now there's um, uh, I forget the guy's name who did this book on becoming a knight. Yeah, a, a a modern day knight. Right, and it's it's important, I think, in a man's life in particular, to have. You're no longer a boy. You mm-hmm. are a man. You're a young man, and there's new responsibilities. Right, and so we want to do everything we can. Uh, one of the things I remember, my dad would not let me pay for anything that, uh, whenever we went out, he always paid. So I always felt like I a little bit, you know, under. Yeah. And one time we drove up to the golf course. And I said, Dad, could you let me off? He let me off. I, I put my car down and made sure I paid for all of it while he parked the car. That was the only way that I could pay for something. Yeah. But he did so much for me. I just wanted to do something back. Yeah. And so what I try and do now is let my kids. I mean, now what's really amazing is I got these kids who are so independent I got to try and figure out how do I get coffee with them and find out what they're doing. My mom has made the comment, you know, the downside of raising an independent child is that when you get older, they're independent. (laughs) (laughs) And so, you know, you got to find new ways to work with them. So significant relationships have identification, vulnerability. There's an honesty, uh, a genuineness that and and one thing uh, we're almost out of time, but. One thing that's really important in a significant relationship is that I meet your needs and you meet not my needs, uh, that it's a two-way relationship. Right. And one of the ways to get a relationship, which is really funny for us as Christians, sometimes we don't think of it, and in our marriage, is sometimes to say, honey, I need you. Yeah. Why did we get married in the first place? Why? Because we need one another. And God said, the man should not be alone. I will make him a help meet. Howard Hendricks used to say, "Not to uh, w- they were to be fit for us, not to give us fits." Mm. And, <laughs> That's very good. So absolutely. Any rate. All right, Alan. Let us know uh, the information about where your uh, website and if somebody wants to uh, have a conversation, have counseling. Sure. Uh, how do they get a hold of you? Yeah, you can just uh, email Alan A L A N at walk. And spell out andtalk.org, or you can call 602-499-2711, because we're better together. You are listening to Koinonia on AM 1360. We would love to pray for you. Email prayer at kpxq1360.com. That's prayer at kpxq1360.com. There's an unfortunate philosophy circulating these days. Increasingly, people see the Bible as out of date, irrelevant, a dusty old book. But nothing could be further from the truth. This week on Walk in the Word, James McDonald looks to the wisdom literature of the Old Testament for help with finances and relationships. What could be more timely? Tune in Monday through Friday to Walk in the Word. It's time to fall in love again this fall. Hi, Tom Brown here. 1360 KPXQ is hosting Falling in Love Again through the Art of Marriage DVD series from Family Life Ministries. 
You've heard me talk about the Art of Marriage program before, and it is a wonderful six-part DVD series that will transform your marriage. Whether you have a good marriage or you, like many, are finding the going tough, going through the Art of Marriage will provide you with insights, inspiration, and the tools to make your divinely appointed union the best it can be. Go online right now kpxq1360.com, and find a church near you to sign up for the Art of Marriage DVD series. kpxq1360.com for information, locations, and registration, and be ready to fall in love again with 1360 KPXQ and Family Life Ministries. Sign up now at kpxq1360.com. It's time to fall in love again this fall. Hi, Tom Brown here. 1360 KPXQ is hosting Falling in Love Again through the Art of Marriage DVD series from Family Life Ministries. You've heard me talk about the Art of Marriage program before, and it is a wonderful six-part DVD series that will transform your marriage. Whether you have a good marriage or you, like many, are finding the going tough, going through the Art of Marriage will provide you with insights, inspiration, and the tools to make your divinely appointed union the best it can be. Go online right now, kpxq1360.com, and find a church near you to sign up for the Art of Marriage DVD series. kpxq1360.com for information, locations, and registration, and be ready to fall in love again with 1360 KPXQ and Family Life Ministries. Sign up now at kpxq1360.com. If you're a single parent and you're thinking about dating, possible marriage, Ron Deal says you better get some coaching. I'm not saying there's a right way to do this. I'm just saying go in with your eyes open so that you can make wise choices, not inadvertently harmful choices for you, especially for your kids. We'll talk about dating and remarriage for single parents next time on Family Life Today with Dennis Rainey. Mercy me. Hmm. There we go. Love it. You know, uh, you should have gone down on stage and said, hey, we need you to come in studio and just do this. <laughs> you know, like every Tuesday, it would be just a few moments. American Bible Challenge, Jeff Foxworthy on I Thursday night. I saw that. I've watched it. I am a little envious. I know that's not uh, biblical, but I'm a little envious of his his choir. I don't. Wouldn't it be cool <laughs> if we just a had choir? a choir in here? <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? I don't know. I've always okay, wanted I'm that. I'm going to be honest. I, it's at that part of the show that I'm kind of like, it's cheesy. See, I love it. <laughs> I'd rather have, like, Mercy Me. Well, I I'd mean. Like, or the, JJ yeah. or who, someone. Who wouldn't? But I just, I just having a little. Uh, Interlude. Or, or a little jazz band in here. I mean, that, that would be awesome. Be a little oh crowded. Oh, my gosh. Bill, he's losing it. I'm just totally saying. losing I'd it. would be cool. Someone I'm save saying. him from himself. And no. uh, I guess that'll come right along with the webcam. Yes. <laughs> yeah. When I was at the concert of Mercy Me um, a couple, whatever, weeks ago, uh, he was up on stage and he tried to, he was like, okay, I want everyone, he was doing like trying to get people to move a little bit. Uh-huh. And so he kind of did like, he tried and said, okay, just like a step touch. And like, he's like, all right, everyone's just going to do this, do this. He tried to get it, but then he kind of stopped halfway through. And I'm like, he needs somebody. I want to get, get me up there and right. keep them committed to it because there is something about moving our bodies. And I'm thinking that uh, he's smart enough to know not to give up the microphone. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just thinking. <laughs> because once know. once you, microphone, and exercise get oh my gosh. together. Give, it, and give me a stadium full just of people. For those, now, uh, <laughs> how tall are you? Okay, why are you going there? Yeah, just, just stay <laughs> with me. You're not tall. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I'm not tall. Okay. I'm 5'1 on a really good day. But when you get her in front of uh, people that oh want to get, she is a <laughs> I've, dynamo. I've heard, I've heard I'm turning to about awesome. six foot ten. Yeah. Absolutely. Goliath. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's you know, something that happens. It, it, and what do we know about that? We know that that's gifting. We know that that Amen. is moving in the gifts that mm-hmm. God has given you. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, whatever it is, that's you right. are going to feel the presence of the creator yeah. of all that yeah. was, is, and ever will be. Amen. I, yeah, pretty cool. I do. I pray that. And that's what Koinonia show is about, helping people find what it is you're doing, connecting in that because we are better in that in the body of Christ. Yeah. We have many moving parts. So, Yeah. 
I, uh, speaking of moving parts, our group of Revelation Wellness, um, we have a great community of people who have been working out together for four years here in Phoenix. we got communities all over the United States, so you can go to the website and find a class near you. But our community, specifically here at Living Streams in, in Central Phoenix, we've been working out for a long time, and they've known that one of our things about the heart of Revelation Wellness is we want to be a community that loves others, not just loving God and loving ourselves and caring for ourselves, but that we do something with this. And so a few um, about a month ago, a partnership with Dream Center started. If any of you are familiar with Dream Center, it's uh, Tommy Barnett um, started this. It's It started in L.A. It's like a 24-7 church all the time. They reach the needs of anyone in the streets or really the down and the out. And uh, so we have one here in Phoenix. So as a community, we have, we've come together in partnership. We have these um, young foster kids that are going to be coming over and working out with us. Uh, two days a week and getting, and again, it's not, it's interesting because I feel like the Dream Center, they're like, okay, you're going to teach them fitness and nutrition and that's going to be good Christ-centered. And I'm thinking, you have no, we don't, I mean, I know I teach you guys, we talk fitness a little bit, nutrition, but if anything, I think you see it, teach you to trust God and worship God and everything is accountable to God. And so I feel like it's going to sneak up on the Dream Center and these kids like, whoa. And they're going to start to realize just how much they're loved. Amen. Yeah. And that's it. Because yeah. once you start to embrace it, because I still don't get it, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm much closer now than I was at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. of fully understanding God loves me mm-hmm. just the way I am fully mm-hmm. and completely. And Amen. he loves me enough mm-hmm. to help me become healthier, uh-huh. to be more Christ-like, mm-hmm. uh, to be more loving. Mm-hmm. He, he, he loves me right where I'm at mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he loves me so much. He, he will not let me stay there. Mm-hmm. A, a friend, uh, also teaches over at the dream center. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the number one mm-hmm. things he says, mm-hmm. God loves you just like you are. Mm-hmm. And he loves you so much. He's not about to let you stay there. Yeah. And they, and, and we went to work at the dream center, uh, just this past Friday, and it, it it's incredible. These people that are there, first of all, they're so thankful that you're there because they realize without these people volunteering to help keep the place clean or whatever, the place would go under. I mean, these mm-hmm. people are busy working their own programs all day long and being in, whether it's in church or with um, counselors, however. So they're just so gracious and thankful for the love of God that's present in other people. And it's necessary. That's it. It's just they need to know that they are not, they've never fallen so far away from God's love. Mm. And they're able to see that because they're not dead. They're right. not without hope. They have found hope. So the Dream Center has really kind of just ministered to me, my team, everyone that's been involved. We're just crying and we're we're being, uh, really coming alive in our hearts. So I said that in last week's teaching, we got to go out, get in God's word, and then go out into the world. And that's how we live in victory in our in our faith. But the interesting thing about um, what we were doing over there is we're getting the rooms ready for these kids to come over. So we're painting, we're patching, we're cleaning. And I'd like to say we're, we're rebuilding is really what we're doing. We're making homes for them. And at the same time I was working with the Dream Center doing that, I'm teaching my instructors of Revelation Wellness. We're on Nehemiah 3. That same week we started working. And Nehemiah 3 is all about the people going back to rebuild, rebuild, rebuild the broken down walls, rebuild. And the families come together and the kids and Perfume makers and goldsmiths are holding, you know, big, heavy equipment that they're not uh, authorized to hold, but because they want to participate in this rebuilding process. Started thinking, if you want to find where God is, God is interested in what is broken. He fixes what is broken. So clearly, if you're listening to this, you're like, I still have not lost a pound and it's a problem, or I still feel just as sick about my body, whatever it is that you wore about in your health. It's broken, mm-hmm. and God is super interested in that, super interested in wanting to get with you. The word rebuild that's used in Nehemiah, it's used in Nehemiah 3, 35 times. It actually means it's a word that's called repair. It's really more closer to the word repair, and it means, so listen to this. If you are a foster kid coming in and you have, uh, you're finding yourself in a new home, or you're someone right now who's just feeling hopeless when it comes to this weight loss, this, this getting healthy and whole process, the word repair means to strengthen Prevail, be strong, become strong, be courageous, be firm, grow firm, be resolute. Love this next one. Be sore, (laughs) grow strong, become bold, to use one's strength, to withstand or to hold strongly with. That's when God repairs. It's not just fix, not just patch. 
It is to build up. Everything is about building up. Repairing is not just to make it look pretty on the surface. It's an in- integral strength. It's an inside-out strength. Isaiah fifty-eight twelve says, Your people will rebuild the ancient ruins and will raise up the age-old foundations. You will be called repairers of broken walls, restorers of streets with dwellings. All throughout Nehemiah, he's building these walls, but more before they even begin to build the walls, they build gates. And whenever you think of a word gate, we should think of John 10, 7, 8, when Jesus says, I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. I am the gate. You guys, when you go to a gym, if you would choose it to be, it could be a gate. It could be a place where you go and meet with God. Gates were places, if a city had gates, it meant there's life going on in there. That's where people would go and make trades and and interact with one another. It's kind of uh, it just commodities happening. Life is happening there. Jesus says, if you want that gym to be a place where you're going to go meet with others, but I am the gate. Enter with me there. Mm. Just like these people at the Dream Center, it's a gate for them. They're going to go meet with God, get rebuilt by his power. And then once they put the gates in place in Nehemiah 3, then they put the doors in. So a gate is just the actual arch itself or the entryway. Then you have to put a door. And what does a door represent? Security. Mm. Every night before I go to bed, I lock my doors. Mm-hmm. I check my doors. Yeah. Are they locked? So God says, enter through me. And I love in Revelation 3, he says that I have placed before you an open door that no one can shut. In other words, these people that come into the dream center or when you go into the gym and you're saying, all right, God, I'm meeting with you here. This is your place. Shuts the door and says, let's do some work. And I will protect you in this. I, you're with me. You have nothing to fear. After they do the doors, then they would put bolts on the doors. The word bolt means to lock, but I thought this is really cool. Even more in the Hebrew, it means to furnish with shoes. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, bolts. But it is kind of this posture of the work to get done, the fastening of a shoe. When you put your shoes on every day, it is this kind of, okay, readying up. It says in Galatians 6 that when we are um, put on our spiritual armor, that our feet are fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. Our feet are bolted with the gospel of peace. So you have the gate to enter, the door that is secure, your feet are going to be strapped into something that is saying, I've got you locked and ready to go. Take a stance of, um, in terms of a, a fighter warrior stance. And then finally, the door, this kind of um, a picture of, um, what's those, what's the um, English movie, the guys that are kind of silly and they're always in night hats and what? The Monty Python. Monty Python. Thank you. Say, you know, being a guy, I would lose my man (laughs) card if I didn't know the answer to that one. Exactly, such a man thing. But I always think of like the gates and their big castles, and they would charge, but they'd shut the door Mm -hmm. and slide the bar across. Sure. That's the way you shut it. But that sliding of the bar across, it's a crossbar, similar to what Jesus crossed and hung on, and that crossbar is a strength. It's a symbol of strength that comes from over crossing over as well as means to pass through. So when people come to the dream center, when they come to a gym, old dies and the new comes, there's a Passover, there's a crossing over that crossbar is set in place. Something strong is about to happen. Well, I again am enriched Mm. and uh, I'm just, I'm excited about, uh, your excitement with working with the Dream Center. Oh, it's going to change everything. It's a game changer. You know, you were working with Food for the Hungry. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we still do. And, and raising funds. But there's something different about face-to-face yeah. ministry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we need to be doing all of it. Mm-hmm. We need to equip others to do ministry. Mm-hmm. But we also are called to minister face-to-face. Amen. Yeah. And I'm, I just it's going to be, like I said, a game changer. So... One of the things that uh, you have been doing for several years now is providing uh, information on a website, but now you've added nutrition to that, so you've got yeah. workouts, yeah. you've got videos for yep. all levels of all expertise levels. Mm-hmm. and nutrition. Where do people find uh, all this great information? Come on over to our website at revelationwellness.org and poke around. We have Way Less to Feed More, Revelation Nutrition, YouTube videos, much. You are listening to Koinonia on AM 1360. Find us online and follow us on Facebook, kpxq1360.com.
time once again for us to uh, get around town here with a look at what's going on. Monica Reed. Thanks, Tom. A special hiring event for veterans and military spouses will be held this Thursday in Glendale. It'll run from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the University of Phoenix Stadium. Hundreds of veterans will have the opportunity to connect with veteran-friendly employers. Veterans and military spouses can meet face-to-face with employers. Local and national representatives will be there from Keller Electrical Industries, TriWest Healthcare Alliance, Walmart, Coca-Cola, Plain Text, and more. The event is being produced by Recruit Military in partnership with the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. This Thursday, the 38th Anniversary Art Walk will be held in Scottsdale in the Gallery District. It's America's original art walk with gallery openings, live music, food sampling, and more, sponsored by the Scottsdale Gallery Association. And it's all free, too. Check it out from 7 to 9 this Thursday evening. And you can get more information at scottsdalegalleries.com. This Saturday, it's time to celebrate Mesa, a fun family event going on at the Red Mountain Soccer Complex at 905 North Sun Valley Boulevard this Friday evening from 5.30 to 9. They'll have a costume parade with a lineup at 5.30, the parade itself at 6 p.m., and other activities will follow, like carnival rides, vendor and information booths, music, bounce houses, and more. That's Celebrate Mesa this Saturday evening from 5.30 to 9 at Red Mountain Soccer Complex. Coming up later in the month, it's the original Harvest Festival Art and Craft Show in downtown Phoenix. The Harvest Festival will run October 26th through the 28th at Phoenix Convention Center with live music, cooking demos, strolling performers, contests, specialty foods, a kid's zone, and much more. You'll get a couple dollars off if you bring non-perishable foods to donate to St. Mary's Food Bank at the gate. To get more information, go to harvestfestival.com. 1360 KPXQ welcomes Pastor Raul Reese to our weekday lineup at 11 a.m. If I love my children and I love them truly, then I'm not going to what? Let them get away with anything because I love them. I'm going to correct them. I'm going to correct them because I love them. If I didn't love them, they go do what you want to do. I don't care. Somebody Loves You Radio, weekday mornings at 11 on 1360 KPXQ. I didn't always watch football here at Buffalo Wild Wings. Ready for the big game? You know it. Susan's shopping, so we got to watch Josh for a while. Oh. Josh's new toy. Sorry. Can't you remove the battery? Nah, he'll start screaming. Protect the football. Watch every game here. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings. Beer. Sports. Celebrate more often by getting to Buffalo Wild Wings for Boneless Thursdays, where the weekend starts early with delicious, specially priced boneless wings all day. Find a location at buffalowildwings.com. You and your family are connected by routine, and you stick to it. But what if a disaster strikes without warning? What if your day's routine is disrupted, and you can't reach your family? Have you planned for that? Before a disaster turns your family's world upside down, be ready. Get a kit. Make a plan. Be informed. Learn how at www.ready.gov. Brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency and the Ad Council. With all the fascinating events and vivid pictures portrayed in Revelation, it's easy to overlook the central message. Tuesday on Truth For Life, Alistair Begg moves our gaze from the sensational to the sacred. The imminent return of Jesus should motivate us to action. Listen Tuesday to Truth For Life, with Alistair Begg. Now it's time for... What's happening? With Diane Zapponi. <laughs> There's something about the laugh. Yeah, I know I've said it like a dozen times, but there's something about that laugh that both that? gives me joy and terror at the same time. As it should. <laughs> It's time for What's Happening at KPXQ with Diane Zapponi Paisley. Hello, Tom Brown. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good? Yeah, how about yourself? Is it Tuesday? It is. It has to be if we're yeah. doing this, right? Presidential debate this evening. Oh, see, I knew. I cannot wait to get home. I knew there was something big going on, and I just couldn't quite put my finger on it. I wonder if, you know, who's going to get you know the fact by, that I, you know who. You know the fact Again. that I do... <laughs> A political talk show on our That's sister true. station. You, you would do. think I would know this stuff. And what is that time again? In, Arizona in Politics and Culture, Sunday nights at 6 p.m. Yeah. 
Good Evidently, show. yeah, that's what I hear. It was even better last uh, Sunday because I wasn't there. Oh, Tom Brown. I was in Nashville. Oh, that's right. You know, it took me ten, all of two minutes to start talking with the draw and I, saying I, things I, that I normally <laughs> don't say. Y'all. I am. T- it was almost instant. See, I had a layover in Dallas. Oh, so, so you kind of got, got started up I there. I think I got loaded up there. Dallas, you know. I well, mean, to, it the, was actually, to the folks in Dallas, that's all that exists is Dallas. Well, Everything is Dallas this, Dallas that. I, that's what my encounter has been with folks from Dallas, which is comical to me. My, my but I suspicion, love the fact that they love their city so much. Absolutely. My suspicion is that it was actually the... Uh, uh, the what are they, what do they call the the airline people? I don't I don't flight attendants. Flight attendants. Yeah. I didn't want to say the wrong things. So. Well, I worked for American West Airlines for many years. They in advertising though, uh-huh. I was not a customer service representative, which was what we were referred to our flight attendants because they did more than flight attending. They sure. also threw bags and they did reservations. You just don't call them do stewardesses, you remember that right? Whole thing? That was really innovative. Stewards or stewardesses? Uh, no, I don't think so. Not a, that's a no go, right? I don't. I don't anyway, think so. there was uh, yes, she Tom comes Brown. on and. Either they've improved the mic technology or these particular two flight attendants yes. were exceptionally good uh, because they didn't have the microphone too close, so it didn't sound like... Was this on Southwest? It, no, it was on American Airlines. Oh, because Southwest, sometimes they tell jokes and stuff. Yeah, well, uh, I had a friend that was a Southwest Airlines uh, person, and uh, they were pretty funny. <laughs> and I said, now... Do you really get get away with that? And he goes, "Oh yeah, they don't care." I'm I know. Like, oh, well, I funny. guess as long as you get the information out, you know, flotation device, mm-hmm. emergency exits. Sure. And by anyway, the way, <laughs> I was uh, I was yes. in Nashville for a leadership conference. It was awesome. Yeah. But I want to talk about this hotel. Oh yeah. Did you see any and of the pictures? And who did you go to Nashville? With? I don't know. Some really awesome guy. That yeah, he is. That had his shirt untucked the whole time I was that there. That I'm married to. It was. I know he's very fashion forward. Uh, it's probably for let's those. Let's just say Nashville he's the only people. one in the hotel of you know, tens that. of thousands of people with his shirt out. With his shirt he's out. He's very stylish though. The, you, yes, he is. Mm, Gary, you're very stylish. Don't know Do about not that. Take don't know about fashion that. advice from I felt bad Mr. For Brown. Him. I felt bad for him, so I untucked my shirt one night just so he wouldn't be alone. <laughs> you just wanted to be like him. No, not gonna. That happen. wasn't the. That was. I felt bad for him. Oh, please. Anyway, yes. The Opryland Hotel. Yes. I have a picture, a panoramic picture that I took with. Maybe my, you can put uh, it up you know, on your new, Facebook. I'll try that. Okay. Um. It, actually, a lot of the pictures are there on my Facebook. You just have to go look at them. Oh. There, it, it is. Um, oh, I saw a few. There's a three-story building inside. It's not miniature. That's a three-story building. I do remember that, that picture. It looks like miniature. Yeah. That's how big the hotel is. I I was there once. It's bigger than the biosphere. It, it's it's it is huge. And, I've and never been works. to the Mall to a, Mall of America. Have you ever I, been there? No. Uh-uh. I, I bet I, it's I hear that's bigger. Big. Yeah. I don't know, but this is, you could live there. You saw the picture outside uh, our room. It yeah. looked like Venice or something. Oh, it was beautiful. It was great. Yeah. We had a great time. That's good. I learned it, uh, Dr. Del Tackett. Yes. Uh, Kathy Herod. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few other too. people that uh, you probably wouldn't know their names. But you learned some stuff oh, and you were inspired. Goodness. I was. I'm ready to go. And you're charged up now. I, I wish. Batteries we, are recharged. I wish I could just, you know, go, go wave a, my hands and it be done, though. Wave. Oh, all the, all the notes, things you want to do. You know, there's so well, many Well, you made things. a lot of contacts, too, so ah, you will be featuring some of these yeah, folks that yeah, you've yeah, yeah, yeah. met. I, I, I am blessed. The next uh, couple months. Beyond measure. I just can't even fathom uh, all the wonderful people that I met and are going to be introduced to our audience in a big way. And uh, yeah, I, I'm really looking stories. forward to it. I am, too. I'm looking really forward to it. Because you, you know what? I mean, if, if I give you a hard time, but you do a great interview. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. That is all the niceness I'm going to give you today. Five minutes and eight seconds into the (laughs) our segment today, it is now over. It's over. Pastors, masters, how are we doing on signups? You know what? We're doing great. I mean, hey, pastors, if you have not signed up, you better call me today because I think we have like a handful of spots available. Well, you know, the word's kind of gotten around. Well, we have worked hard here the last couple years, and uh, yes, the word has spread. It's a great event. It's going to be at the Arizona Biltmore again. And if you want to be part of it, it is on the 15th of November, the Thursday. And uh, you just need to call me here at the station, 602-955-9600. I'm at extension 1214. And let me know that you want to participate in the 
third annual Pastors Masters. Yeah, that's so great. I, that. You get a little continental breakfast, you get lunch, free prizes, golf, all kinds of free prizes. golf. You get to network with other pastors from around the valley. It's going to be great. Tom Brown will be there. Well, minus the kilt. You hope. His legs will be covered, I hope. <laughs> I hope. I'm praying. <laughs> Best feature, my legs. Okay, yes. And, uh, you know, what? the other thing, too, you know, we've been talking about the new programming on the mm-hmm. station, and, you know, we've just... It's, it's kind of a moving target. A lot of things going on. It's been so exciting to see how God is blessing the Is there the a station. way for us to know what's on the there air? There is. I'm glad you asked. You can actually go to our website at kpxq1360.com, and on the left-hand side there, you can click on Program Guide, and it will show you what's on and when and what day and how to get a hold of them. And you know what? I want to encourage folks, if you are blessed by the teaching on the station, please contact these ministries and let them know. Yeah. And, you know, tell them you're praying for them. Send them a financial gift. I mean, that is such an encouragement from for them. And make sure you tell them that you hear them in Phoenix on KPXQ, too, because that's really important. Because when they go back and re- negotiate for budgets, and if they don't hear from the stations... If the people, they the listeners, right. they don't know, and then they're going to think, well, they don't care because about us. Because you would want your uh, your church, your ministry, to be good stewards with their finances, yes. right? So right. if they don't hear from the people listening to the program and enjoying right. it, well, they're going to try to find a place where they will. Yes. So please do that. I want to encourage you. And all the information is on our website, again, kpxq1360.com, and you can click on the program guide, and that will give you the information you know, of all the programs and click on there mm-hmm. and it'll, all the contact information is well, there. Well, Diane, if I have an yes, event coming up at my yes. church and that I'd like to let people know about it, is there a place that I can get that <gasps> word out? You know what? There is. Again, our website, which is fantastic, kpxq1360.com. We have the most comprehensive community events calendar in the city. What's going on at KPXQ as well as in the community and it is a place where you can go find out what's going on, as well as list your event. And you know what we charge? Nothing. Nothing. It's absolutely free. Kind of like this segment. Nothing. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Now, but don't oversell Something. it because this All is right. what's happening at KPXQ. That's so true. If this list is so overwhelmingly awesome, why do we need to be here? Well, we we we're doing highlights. Okay. We're doing the highlights because it is extensive and. I, I would need your whole show, which mm. now there's a thought. Hmm. Taking uh, over the whole show. There is an event coming up this Friday night that I know there you is. want to talk about. And Christian Family Care, you know, foster care and adoption is near and dear to my heart. As you know, that is how Emmy and I found each other. And now we adopted Gary. And, um, you know, it's just all working out great. But Christian Family Care, uh, this Friday night, the 19th, They are celebrating 30 years of serving families through counseling, foster care, pregnancy counseling, and adoption. And they are going to be having a great, great event with Peter Furler. You may remember him from the Newsboys. Pretty colorful character. And he's going to be their featured entertainment. They're going to have a light bite reception at 6 p.m. And if you want more information, just go to their website, cfcare.org, for more information and to obtain tickets and Please use promo code KPXQ because they have two a for special, one special. Yeah. Um, is it name dropping if I say I had dinner with Peter Furler in 1988? Did this have anything to do with the Smile Club? <laughs> 1988. <laughs> or, or that video that you were in I with had one, Michael W. Smith I had or one whatever. dinner with uh, the Newsboys in 1988. Was, I'm still trying to get a, mileage out of that. Was it a room full of like 500 people? No. Was it you and 500 of your closest friends? Because I could see you doing that. 144. No, oh. it actually was. I, I sincerely if was I sitting ask at him the, if he knows you, oh, he, he knows there's you. no possible way. It's a 1988, <laughs> and actually, I was but sitting you know at the table with uh, uh, the keyboard player, oh. uh, Frankenstein. Is he the one with the wild hair? Probably. He, sometimes. The blonde hair. No, he's, no, no, no. He's got uh, wild blonde hair. No. Okay. That I thought was he the, was Frankenstein. No, no, no. All right. And they. Um, I like their music though a lot. Yeah, absolutely. But I, literally, it was one of those things where there was a dozen of us. Maybe mm-hmm. you were asking in front of. No, well, I could say that Peter Furler had dinner with Tom Brown. Yeah. Let's do it that way. Yeah. <laughs> Peter's name dropping. He is. I'm sure he is. I bet oh, he's. And I hilarious. bet he's also a member of the TB Smile Club. Yeah, I bet he is too. Follows me on Twitter. Probably. Yesterday, Vocab sat in talking about uh, the conference and uh, ministry events they're doing this weekend, reaching out to Muslims. I know. Yeah. The yes. conference is Saturday from ten to three, and uh, it's free. 
Mm-hmm. So you can contact uh, Vocab on Facebook, uh, forward slash Vocab Malone, or uh, Twitter. You can also uh, send an email, vocabmalone at gmail.com. That's V-O-C-A-B-M-A-L-O-N-E at gmail.com. He would probably rap that to us. He if, was if he, he was so loud yesterday because he was in here yeah, for spilling right. in for you. Then he was looking for me, and he's like, you know, chanting away through the whole. I said, vocab, I'm over here. You know, it's, Pipe down. He, sincerely, <laughs> to be a good rap artist... You really have to be very, very intelligent and very quick-witted. Oh, he is. And he can just, uh, he can almost make anything into a rhyme. He just instantly. Didn't I tell you about the night that I was at sitting JD, at dinner? At JD, JD yeah. Hayworth, and JD and was vocab. here yesterday yeah. in the studio. Oh yeah, that's right. So he probably was, you know, feeling a little bit of that. Yeah, probably. If people want to find out more <laughs> about what's going on, I know you've mentioned it already, but what do they need to do? Uh, they All they need to do is go to kpxq1360.com and all the information there is about everything we've talked about and what's going on around town. So, we'll see you next week again yes, for what's happening with KPXQ. See you then, Tom Brown. This is Jeff Foxworthy from GSN's The American Bible Challenge. You're listening to KPXQ AM. We're getting to the finals there. American Bible Challenge Thursday night. Starting to starting to get heated. These, these, these teams are pretty impressive. Anyway, uh, coming back are uh, probably going to have to rely on the singing prayer version of Close because uh, my voice is just about, I don't know if you can hear it, but my voice is just about gone. So I'm uh, probably going to get a little prayer boost when we return. This is 1360 KPXQ. You're listening to Point in the End. Does a student have to perform a religious action that the teacher assigns? This is Law and Justice with Jay Sekulow. In Ohio here, I have a son in a local school uh, in his ninth grade in history class. They had a uh, unit on Islam. In that unit, they asked the children to fast for a week. I'm just wondering, uh, have they crossed the line here, Jay? They have. Uh, they're not supposed to have the students participate in a religious exercise, so clearly, at a minimum, your son does not have to participate in that exercise and, and use an opt-out uh, procedure where you go to the school administration and say, look, it's one thing to study about these various religions. That's fine. That's a good thing to do. But to have them participate in a religious service would be wrong. And in the situation here, whether the religion's Islam or whatever it might be, to be put in that situation is just plain wrong. Uh, we will get some help to you as well and get you in touch with our lawyers here. Stay informed, get involved, and make a difference. Visit the American Center for Law and Justice at aclj.org. That's aclj.org. Hi, folks. Hey, dog, where's your owner? Watching Netflix. Yeah? He can instantly watch as many TV episodes and movies as he wants online. Well, I know what you did on my lawn, and it's not funny. <laughs> it is the kids. Well, what are their parents supposed to laugh at? The sophisticated jokes. You know, like, that dog chasing his tail reminds me of politicians. Oh. <laughs> instantly watch as many TV episodes and movies as your family wants on all kinds of devices for only 8 bucks a month with Netflix. Start your free trial today. See terms of use. Most days go by without a whole lot of surprises. But what if a disaster strikes without warning? What if life as you know it has completely turned on its head? Would you be prepared? Before a disaster turns your family's world upside down, be ready. Get a kit. Make a plan. Be informed. Learn how at www.ready.gov. Brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency and the Ad Council. When I have an asthma attack, I feel scared. It's kind of like an elephant is on my chest. I feel like I'm choking. Sometimes my parents have to take me to the hospital. You know how to react to their asthma attacks. Here's how to prevent them. Call 1-866-NO-ATTACKS. Visit www.noattacks.org or call your doctor. Because even one attack is one too many. I feel like a fish with no water. Brought to you by the EPA and the Ad Council. Confusion ever someone or have sudden you trouble had speaking, understanding? Understanding trouble? Have you sudden have or speaking someone ever confusion? Have Have you you ever ever had had sudden confusion, confusion, trouble speaking, speaking, or or understanding understanding someone? someone? It could be one of the five signs of stroke. Sudden weakness or numbness of the face, arm, or leg. 
sudden trouble with vision in one or both eyes, suddenly having trouble walking or difficulty with balance, or a sudden intense headache that comes out of nowhere. If you or someone you know has any of these symptoms, don't wait. Call 911 immediately. You could make a difference in someone's life, someone you love, maybe even your own. It's late until, wait, don't too. Don't, don't wait, wait until, until it's, it's too late. late. Time lost is brain lost. Find out more at PowerToEndStroke.org. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. Well, thank you for joining us today. Tuesday, the uh, of the debate tonight. Um, I have already made my voting decisions. In fact, uh, in the process of filling out my ballot... Hopefully we'll have it uh, in the mail tomorrow. But uh, for many people across the country, uh, undecided voters, independent voters, tonight might be an important night. We should remember it in prayer as we have been praying for the president and praying for uh, Governor Mitt Romney. We'll continue to do so. And I encourage you to as well. Yeah, I know, it's uh, talking politics and religion can make uh, the best of friends angry and argumentative. But I believe that we as believers can all agree on one thing, and that is that we should be praying for our leaders. Are you praying for the election in all ways, shapes, and forms, right? Dear Heavenly Father, I ask that you... Give favor to President Barack Obama and Governor Mitt Romney. Lord, I pray that you will bless them and that you will protect them. Lord, I pray that you will draw them to you, that they will seek you for wisdom and guidance. And Lord, I pray for numerous advisors to surround them with godly wisdom. Advisors that are looking to you, pray. Lord, I pray for the people making voting decisions, that they too will look to you for guidance, for wisdom. Lord, we want to glorify you in all things that we do. We want to honor you. We want to be a light shining brightly in your creation. Lord, thank you for my wife, Mary. Bless her. Give her an awesome day. Show her just how much you love and care for her. Lord, I thank you so much for that precious gift. In my heavenly name I pray, Jesus Christ. Amen. All right. Wonderful Wednesday. That's tomorrow. Let's, uh, let's do this again, shall we? Blessings. AM 1360, KPXQ, Glendale, Phoenix, Mesa. And streaming worldwide at kpxq1360.com. It's not easy to be a man or woman of integrity, especially when the world tells us it's okay to cut corners as long as it serves our own purposes. Next time on Insight for Living, Chuck Swindoll explains how to pass a test without cheating, a practical message on maintaining our honesty. Coming next time on Insight for Living. When I was... Monsters could be living under your child's bed or in the bathtub. For a child with asthma, it can seem like monsters are everywhere. Because something as innocent as a teddy bear could trigger their next asthma attack. But there are simple ways you can help like putting stuffed animals in the freezer to kill dust mites and drying bath toys to prevent mold. Learn more at noattacks.org or call 866-NO-ATTACKS because their next breath is in your hands. Brought to you by the EPA and the Ad Council. These results. Looking for a little inspiration today, right? What if I told you that that inspiration was all in one place at KPXQ 1360? Got your attention? How about starting with Leading the Way with Michael Youssef at 5 a.m.? 
But don't stop there. It's time for Renewing Your Mind with R.C. Sproles at 8.30 a.m. and 8 p.m. Next, try Line of Fire with Dr. Michael Brown at 12.30 p.m. Looking for more? You can catch PowerPoint with Jack Graham at 3 p.m. and Jay Vernon McGee at 7 p.m. All of this and more. See for yourself at kpxq1360.com. New Mercies is a... Welcome to New Mercies, a Bible study designed for today's Christian, taught by Leslie Martin, women's ministry Bible teacher at Calvary Community Church in Phoenix. loving kindness will never cease his mercies never fail they are new every morning great is your faithfulness hello and welcome to new mercies leslie martin is currently involved in a study throughout first peter entitled the precious true grace of god so let's open our bibles to first peter chapter 2 for today's message authority and submission i thought we could move right into chapter 3 And so last week I told you, just go ahead and read the rest of chapter 2 on your own, and you can study that. And then I started studying chapter 3, and it was like, no. (laughs) We have to go back and and at least um, spend a little bit of time here, and we'll probably spend most of our evening tonight, in chapter 2 of 1 Peter, because we need all of that to really be able to go into chapter 3. Because the subject that is being talked about in chapter 3 and the last half of chapter 2 is all about authority and submission. And I'm going to give you advance notice. What the scriptures teach about authority and submission is in complete opposite. It is the complete opposite of what the world teaches and the way that people in the world think. It is not the same thing. So if you're a relatively new Christian, you've thought, no, I've never heard about authority and submission in the Bible. Well, it might be a little bit... Um, mind-blowing in one sense because it's so different than what the world teaches. And if you've been a Christian for a while and you've studied this topic, you know where we're headed. But we're just going to pray that all our hearts are going to be just open before the Lord, whatever he wants for our life. I delight to do thy will, the psalmist said, thy law is within my heart. (laughs) Okay, So that is the attitude that we want to have, especially when we approach this subject of authority and submission. Now, generally, there are two ditches that um, are on either side of this pathway of God's truth. And we could fall into one ditch or the other. And and there's, you know, various degrees of getting close to those ditches, of course. I'm going to explain it in the extreme for each ditch so you just know what the ditches are. But, you know, most of us don't have a problem with the ditch itself. It's just with playing around by the edge. That's that's where we get it. But uh, there are generally two ditches that uh, we should be aware of and try to avoid in this whole realm of authority and submission. The first ditch is to just resist authority in my life. This is the person who says, it's my life, and no one is going to tell me what to do. I call the shots. Okay, so that's in the extreme, but there are varying degrees of that. But basically, this is the person who, to one degree or another, is dealing with control issues, issues of, I want to be in control. I don't like it when other people control me, tell me what to do, run my life, so to speak. It can be manifested in all sorts of areas. It could be manifested in a marriage with a power struggle between the spouses. Who's going to get their way? Who's going to be on charge? It can, be, um, it can even show up in simple things like um, our attitudes as we're standing in that long line at Costco and somebody else darts in front of us. And we feel a little out of control there and we want to get our rights. I was here first. Yeah. That, that would be a small degree, but it's kind of the same ditch there. I'm in charge. I'm in control. Don't tell me what to do. The other ditch is to neglect or refuse to take personal responsibility. I like to think of it as shifting blame on someone else, just taking away that responsibility from me. Moi? Me? Oh, couldn't be. It's got to be this other person. And, the, and usually it's that person that we see as in charge or that person who should be in charge. 
You might have noticed your children doing this. Maybe your children don't, but 